Shots Fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning into Shots Fired, a podcast about hip hop and moo-moos. I'm sitting here next to No Can Do, bagel eating, corduroy hat wearing. What's going on? How goes it? Everything is good, man, but I'm not going to chew in the microphone this time. So uh, how goes it with you? Pretty, pretty good. I am uh, just got back from Coachella, which was... How was it? Was it all kind of dancing gifts all around you? Yeah, yeah. Everything was a dancing gif um, set to a hot chip and a Franz Ferdinand song. Um, no, it was, it was cool. Um, I saw a lot of good bands and rapper i saw wu-tang which was actually the best wu-tang performance that i've seen really? ever probably because they like cared what did they do with the odb verses um they just played the backing track i think for the most part they rapped along like you know to like every four bars or so but i mean it was actually i was shocked because they actually like they were all there they all cared they like obviously had rehearsed they played like a good song they played like an hour and 20 minutes it was like it was i was like whoa who are they because it's like the 20 year anniversary and they're like not you know it's like inspector deck needs to pay the rent so it's mm -hmm. so did that got caught i'd imagine that um inspector deck would be doing a lot of bombing atomically like atomically bombing things like he'd never run out of money because like all you have to do is extort people with the threat of an atomic bomb yeah too soon um but anyways <laughs> this is horrible um be sensitive anyways so what, what, oh no no you're talking yes. about the boston thing man i wasn't that was an atomic bomb that was a fucking homemade bomb with nails in it <laughs> well thank you i think i think bombing humor is a little i just want like you can't say bomb like <laughs> the fuck you, you have to think know. there's there's just, so many things uh, that have been bombed. I'm just being whatever. Um I got caught speaking of security things. I got caught. Speaking uh, of Boston, can we just have like a moment of silence? Okay, that was that was a moment of silence. That was awkward probably for our listeners, but I don't think they want to listen anyways. So, I almost got caught smuggling drugs into Coachella, <laughs> which was like is I, I imagine like it's like struggling smuggling drugs into Mexico like they're like why are you doing this you can get it all here no 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 it's gotten really crazy because I, I it was like my tenth time going to Coachella I've been going since I was in college right like yeah. I've gone pretty much every year yeah. and usually it's like you have one entrance right last year they're like all right a second entrance they're searching twice I don't like to be searched twice I'm like you know what you get one fucking chance to search me if you get it that time fine mm -hmm. but you don't get three fucking chances this isn't fucking baseball you don't you know so I go in what right? do you think they're doing with the drugs hey I'll tell you this I had some buddies oh that, I tell them those dudes are definitely taking the drugs for themselves I had some homies that were, they used to work at uh, when they used to, used, to, used to throw EDC over, oh, at, yeah. at, over by fucking by USC dude that could fund the economy for years around dude there. Like for one, all those dudes that were working there, they're all from like that the, the local hood, neighborhood yeah. Hood, yeah. Hood over there, and they would just yeah, that's how most of these dudes were at Coachella. Jack everybody for their ecstasy, yeah, and then and, and, then, and then the jerk movement happened, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like skinny jeans forever, exactly. The movement, um, so yeah, though. Then so I'm like, so this is like day two, right? So Daft Punk is like rumored to play around the. I heard I heard they're rumored to work with Future on their next record. What do you know about that? I don't know anything about that. They got, got a song with Pharrell that's really tight. With who? Pharrell. And I don't even like Pharrell solo You don't shit. like Pharrell? I like Pharrell's like Neptune stuff, but I'm not like an NERD, like, mm. you know, I'm not Tyler the Creator. I'm not like mm. In Search of Changed My Life. Mm -hmm. You're not a blipster is what you're saying. No. You're not like a curly, light-skinned, curly-headed, light-skinned girl. Yeah. Black girl from uh, fucking Windsor Hills. Despite how I'm frequently misidentified for that, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I'm there. Shout out to Windsor Hills. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine neighborhood. So I'm, 
there, right? And so, like, Daft Punk's supposed to play, right? And I'm like, all right, well, if Daft Punk is supposed to play, I don't know. Like, I've had this acid in my freezer for, like, a fucking year. Because it's like, you know. I think, I think you brought this up on a, on one of the earlier podcasts. Yeah. The pro- acid in your freezer. Or let's, Probably. Or I, yeah. Talking. I, I've had acid in my freezer for, like, 15 months. Because it's just you never know when you're going to need to do acid. And it's hard to get. So I just buy it if I hear of acid. As a, as a young African-American male, I have to say that uh with kids yeah that's something that i can't imagine ever having in my freezer no acid. what if the acid gets on the popsicle and yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah yeah seriously you'll have very open-minded children yeah. so very creative children so you know i'm like fuck it if daft punk plays i'm gonna take this fucking acid because why not i'm gonna see fucking robots and pyramids and it's gonna be really awesome yeah so and then i had moon rocks just because which is like, i gonna tell you something right now <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to be really connected to get moon rocks. So yeah. you were kind of swagging on people right now with the moon rocks. Yeah, it's this is the second time. See, yeah, second time. I mean, I hope the police aren't listening. Dude, you, you're gonna get fucked with, dude. I already did. So then, well, I mean, like, like followed like, and like, yeah, know, yeah. I don't carry that shit around. I'm uh, anyway. So <laughs> I keep it discreet. So then I had and then I had five spliffs in my socks. Um and a weed yeah, pen. Acid, moon rocks, five spliffs. Okay. Continue. And I had a weed pen and THC wax. Weed pen. But you should be able to slip the weed pen. You would, yeah, right. Yeah. So I was like not so worried about that. And the spliffs, you can kind of do a little thing in your socks, right? So I put the acid under my sock, under the tongue of my shoe, right? I'm like, that's pretty much the best place you can possibly have and it. And then the sprinklers turn on and then it all just like goes into your system. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're just <laughs> like, ah! Just like, oh my God, this is supposed to happen. I'm in Aesop Rock. <laughs> I, I, I am the Raider clan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's like I go up on stage. <laughs> and I'm like, what up, Kevin Yada? Um, <laughs> no one knows who you are. I don't um, know who that is. Yeah, he's like a peripheral Raider clan. I'm a fan of Young Simi, but that's neither here nor there. So I don't know anybody from the Raider clan. I'm yeah. going to keep it 100. I feel like the Raider clan is going to last forever, and I'm never going to give a fuck about anything that they do. Yeah, you know, I agree. They'll continue. So, the guy, this old dude, like this old dude totally looking for a race, like lifts up the tongue of my shoe, lifts up my, like, jeans, goes, starts feeling under my sock, and I'm, and he's just like, what's that? I'm like, and I just raised my arms said, these nuts! I'm like, that is nothing, and I'm walking back to my car now. <laughs> like, and he's like, and he starts trying to grab my leg. I'm like, oh my god. That sounds, that sounds kind of like, uh, like, like kind of, you know, like, pause-worthy. It was real pause-worthy. It was eminently fucking pause-worthy. So, well, so was this a cop or was this a security guard? I think it was a security guard who probably was an off-duty cop or something. You know what I mean? Or like some kind of asshole. I just don't understand why cops like, you know. That was a cop move because no no for hire security guard is searching underneath the tongue of your shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's a cop move. Like yeah. you had to know where to search. Like you knew that. Or and this dude was old, so he wasn't like it wasn't like, yeah, I've been smuggling drugs there for years. He was he, he was a blue shirt guy, not a yellow shirt guy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this I just got bad luck and then so I just I'm like holding up my hands. I start walking back to the car realizing he's going to have to forcibly detain me. And if he forcibly detained me, it could get really ugly, and there's going to be a scene, and he didn't want that. So I just walked back to my car. So then we had to, like, <laughs> we yeah. had to leave to a different one, go around, smuggle a lot of shit. I, I, we, split up, we split up the drugs that time, and then I had, like, vaporizer pens and shit in my shoes. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it worked for Biggie, where he was, like, 222s in my shoes. So it did not work for me, though. Yeah, Biggie had huge feet, though. I have size yeah, 13. So shoe, yeah, my like, shoes, I have, yeah, the big shoes. But you had like probably like a triple E and yeah. you would buy the quadruple E yeah. and slip it inside of the, the quadruple E space. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
yeah. we we didn't even mention that about our guest, but we'll we'll uh, we have intuition on. Yeah, who is a rapper? Um, his new album out with Equilibrium. Also has a podcast. The, the album's not out, but I think he's 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 not, promoting oh, he's and, promo- and yeah. releasing uh, singles and videos. Really uh-huh. good videos too. Yeah, but uh, I would like to say that. Uh, yeah, he's got a podcast too that he does, and I was just on his podcast. Wow. It came out today, so oh, cool. I was inspired by uh, the anime One Piece. Uh-huh. They had a crossover with Dragon Ball Z and Tariko, and uh-huh. that's kind of like three big franchises yeah. all together. And I was like, we should do more more crossovers. Yeah, so I got him totally. It's just yeah. like that EPMD song that we love so well. And our other guest is actually in our green room. It's Alex Papademus. He's a writer for Grantland. Hey, say that name one more time. Alex Papademus. Papademus. Yeah, he's a writer for Grantland. Great writer. Uh, just actually had a piece about K Day that was like amazing. I read that. It was great. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was great. And um, yeah, he's done a lot of good stuff. Um, he had a really good series about like how he doesn't watch football and like how he, he doesn't he, watch he football. doesn't watch football. But then he tried to like start watching football and like pick a team randomly, like the Bengals and like the experience <laughs> of being a yeah. It was it's it's what like his Ocho Cinco or some shit. Yeah, and he yeah. interviewed RZA recently for GQ. So there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, did did he talk about how RZA? Everybody says that movie was fucking horrible. The yeah yeah it was in I I actually interviewed RZA in conjunction with that movie too, and it got me all excited. And then everyone said that it was awful. Um, yeah, in the episode, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about, we're not going as linear, I don't think, as we used to, because everyone's just like, stop doing your themes. I mean, we're going to theme, but... I say we theme the fuck out. We're theme. This is the What If episode, inspired by the Jadakiss song, and Philip Ross' plot against America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Anyways, but, uh, I think we're going to, I think we should, we should just watch, I think, the DMX reality show... With Alex and, and intuition here, we should watch it. With, I think maybe uh, the no. Whole, the whole do you, group? I think do you not want to? Do you want to do it now, right now? Yeah, I want. I want to get a little bit of joy that only like we share before we bring the other people in. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So now I don't know if you're familiar with it. Are, 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 how are you? Were you a DMX fan? Big DMX fan. Big DMX fan. All right. Then, AOD. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I think. Hey, baby. I think as I'm dark and hell is hot is a. Uh, I'm dark and hell is hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the name of the album. <laughs> dark and whatever. You know what? Somebody smoked the vaporizer uh, pen before shit. they came to the studio today. I was working this morning. Oh uh, man. <laughs> to pay my Time Warner bill. Anyway, so DMX went on uh, a show on Oprah's TV network. Like, do you know who Ayana is? Or I think her name is. Or are you from, no, is this? Is, are you just looking at me like, what? You think I know this? Ayana? I mean, that sounds like some somebody. Here's she's like one of those. Like, she's like Oprah's new Doctor Phil. I think. I mean, that sounds like something that my like wife mentioned in a phone call that I wasn't listening to. Yeah, I think that's what it. That's what I was, I was watching, watching it. The owner, Ayana, and then we gotta pay the Hulu bill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's like, you know, one of those things where it's like, like, so DMX's son comes on and I was saying it's like, it's sort of like the scene in Austin Powers where like, you know, like Dr. Evil and Scott go to group therapy and like, Scott's like, I don't know. He's like, he's like, he's always trying to kill me. And he's like, don't say that. And he's like, no, he's actually right. He's he's quite wily like his old man. And like, it's like that. Like, and it's like this weird dynamic between like DMX is like kind of like soft son and like DMX like being crazy. So he's he's like, you know, I just want to be a vet. And he's like, I need a little vet. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's so funny, man. Because like DMX, like he's had like the dopest viral videos that there is like, oh, like the so Rudolph nat- the Reindeer, so the natural Rudolph the Red, the Red Ru- Nose Rudolph reindeer. the Red Nose Reindeer. Have you seen DMX discovers Google? Um, <laughs> you haven't no. seen that shit? No, oh my I god! I hear what you're talking about the base god. That it's was a shut down. Cord. 
Um, yeah, no. It, it shuts, dude. Like, like once I saw that, I was like, he's even more interesting, you know. And then you know, like the whole. Well, the whole thing is about got like, his foot stuck in the crack. Dmx doing drugs. You know? It's like, yeah, I mean, like, okay, granted, Dmx should no one should be doing crack, but like, I don't know. We'll Old watch. habits die hard. Yeah, yeah, and just like crap. Probably, I mean, when do you think he started doing the crack? Do you think it was before or after the money? Because probably before, I would imagine. Because you don't just start doing crack. I feel like you'd start doing an expensive drug like coke or moon rocks or something. I can't. I can't say, bro. I don't I know. Say. Yeah, you never know. All right. Well, this is anyway. This is Dmx and his son Xavier reuniting on Oprah's on Ayanla's Fix DMX My Life. and his AOD. son haven't seen each Ayo, other baby. in a year and a half. I'm your boy. I'm your man. Oh, he's here. <laughs> Max now is hey. walking in. His son looks like cannabis. <laughs> he eats, 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 and sees. <laughs> See, that's how a dad kisses a son, not the way that baby kisses little Wayne. Yeah, I've he never... just gave a little kiss on the cheek yeah. and a hug. He's just like, oh, you know. Then after that, you know, they didn't stare into each other's eyes for too long, <laughs> soulfully. Oh, well, they, baby. Then again, baby is more like a grandfather. He's like 68 years old at this point. No, baby is a fucking vampire from an Anne Rice novel. <laughs> yeah, sure. he, he definitely is. My baby, you always gonna be my baby. <laughs> and always, always. That's what it was. I've seen DMX cry so much. <laughs> like, it's always touching when DMX cries because you know it doesn't come easily. What? <laughs> so I think he done. probably comes very easy. Yeah, maybe. Wait, what did he say? Loving essence. What do you mean? Like, Loving essence. Why don't you sit down? And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk now. Hey, he was a really good actor in Belly. Better than mine. <laughs> yeah. He was well, playing he himself though. Yeah. From this to here. You know, I just, I just, I just wanted to, you know, teach you the stuff. Fuck you, fuck you, Dad. An evil petting zoo. Help me, whatever I could. Is he a legitimate son? No, he didn't talk about anything. I think it's legitimate. He never talked to me, but I hope he didn't think I didn't love you. No. Oh, oh, okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I made that clear. Like, you know, even just to walk by, I love you. you What's crazy about DMX is he talks just like he raps. Just that, like, you know. Can I hold that for you? Because you're not gonna do that right now. Not well, right now. <laughs> you got a joint? Oh, a cigarette. Yeah, come on, oh, cigarette. Not, I, I promise I'll give it back Let's to you. I'll give clean. it back Let's to you. Let's do it clean. Let's do it clean. I think From it's a your joint. Son. I think it's a joint. <laughs> Thank you. I'm with that. I love that he just shows up with a joint, like on, on TV in his studio. So <laughs> different? <laughs> yeah. What's been going on? Hey, he looks like he just wants to get up and kick DMX in the chest. Support y'all. I'm just keeping the mind. How fucked up would it be if like DMX was like he'd just be like, why why couldn't you like tell me like because you were shut down? I couldn't. I shut down. It's just it's like Metallica, some kind of monster. It's just like just don't bring me. We've been acting. How do I act? Between me and your mother. That's what I mean. Would you? Yes, I've always, as a kid, taking me around the women. Other, <laughs> other, uh, yes. You don't have to agree. Taking you around the ex, women. Can you uh, just uh, hear him and then you can. Uh, uh, this, this, what, like, what did I do with these women that day? We were, uh, <laughs> well, one of them, we were at the studio, kissed on the lips goodbye. Then okay. another one. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, you told me story. No, on the lips. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think somebody needs to play his son a DMX record. Xavier's pain is rooted <laughs> like, in what he believes I mean, is his father's betrayal of his mother. I mean, well, a kiss is, is harmless. <laughs> some some women do that. There's no indication, and for one, I don't even think he's coming with the R. Kelly with other guys there. Approach. I'm, I'm <laughs> like for one, if I'm. Why would I bring you around her? Okay. That doesn't even make sense. Ex- that's, that's like disrespectful. Can I Why would I bring you around a chick that I'm 
I swear to God, my dad would just be just like this, not with the voice. I don't want. y'all are talking to each other. Y'all are talking to each other. This is just trying to hear out. When I was, can I just offer you? He starts to go off. That's the problem right there. Every time we try to talk, there's somebody is always a damn interpreter. I mean, whether it's your mother, whether it's you know this lady here. Do you feel that he's hearing? You're very intelligent. Do you think that he's hearing? He wants the one-on-one. He don't want no mediator. Yeah. You know what? The only thing I want to offer you, here's the only thing I want to offer you, <laughs> is that it, he wants to hear what you have to say. He does. It, would that be accurate? And he wants to know that you hear. I want you to own up to hear. it. <laughs> okay, tell him. I want you to own up and say I did this. Did I, did and I, 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 what, did I kiss the girl? Yes. <laughs> I kissed the girl. I kissed the girl. He's a cool guy. I kissed the girl. Jill Sobuel. DMX. Married to my mother. And then. What you don't understand is there's a difference between and loving someone. There's a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Because you've yet to. You know, and I was well aware of that. I mean, like, you know, before I even met your mother, I knew there was a difference about loving. I mean, I feel like. He is DMX, and like his whole identity, his whole fame is based on him being this person. And he actually probably is that person. Yeah, yeah. But that's gonna make you a really bad parent. I I don't feel like it was. uh, For one, he didn't really like get like get his get his you know fifteen minutes of fame until he was like thirty something. Yeah, he was well into his thirties. Yeah, you know, because he was in the unsigned type in like in the source in like ninety three. Yeah, and he didn't blow up till like ninety six, and he really blew up till like oh two. I was gonna say I don't know if it was ninety six because like around ninety six, it might have been ninety six, ninety seven. No, when he first got. No, it's Dark as I think, was in 97. Okay, I think, yeah. Well, excuse me, I think remember his first song was on the J.O. Felony. Was he on that J.O. Felony? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. J.O. Felony is also a guy that you don't want to be your dad. I heard he was, like, squatting in this house in Palos Verdes. Yo, you know who else you don't want to be your dad is Gucci Man. Did you hear about this earlier where, like, the judge goes to Gucci Man? I swear I think this is still made up, but he's like, he's like, he asks Gucci, like ask if Gilda he goes bitch I might be <laughs> I think it might be fake nah. but it might be really true nah. that's why Gucci Man's incredible because you just don't know yeah nah I hope he never says that I don't think Gucci would say that I don't think so either um no 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 but just but just in the house the way you would talk made me feel like beneath you even what you were saying was good give me an example of how I spoke to you that made you, you know I would watch every one of these like shows of like rappers with their like I mean, like angry children I, I mean it's horrible so exploitive this is such a part. isn't that exploitive I mean they agree whoa I was talking to Xavier <laughs> for real, I was like. talking to Xavier I'm not intimidated you by you gotta be intimidated man stop running your mouth I'm not even gonna have Debate, man. You talk. Today. You do that. And, and we'll talk. We'll talk. Will well, she stop running her mouth? <laughs> Damn it. That's what we'll man. I feel like DMX is like the last like angry. Like he's, he's like he's like your grandfather. He's like, not like my grandfather. He's a lot. He's like, like my grandfather my grandf- before my grandfather stopped drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's like my. I imagine he's like my grandfather in the forties. Um, anyways, I think we should t- probably take a break right now, and then we'll come back. We'll bring in Yeah, we need Alex. to decompress after that. That was a lot to handle. Yeah, yeah. we're bringing Alex back. If we would have had all these people in the room <laughs> at that time, we wouldn't have got a fucking podcast done. Shots no. fired, bitch. <laughs> Bumba Clot, how are you celebrating the upcoming holidays? Hopefully in true Rastafari style. If not, then you need to go over to sdrshop.com. 
that. SDR Shop offers all the finest accessories you need for 420 this Saturday. Get 10% off your first order plus 10% off a second order if you refer a friend. Don't let a broken or dirty bong harsh your mellow. And definitely don't be stuck without that grinder, bubbler, or vaporizer when you need it most. SDRShop.com offers the lowest prices in the world and a wide selection of American-made glass. Support your country the best way you know how. Put your lighters up. SDR Shop ships discreetly to your mom's house or wherever else you live. Be a trailblazer and tell your friends about SDRShop.com. And if you can't be a trailblazer, just be a blazer. Happy 420. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to shop at SDRShop.com for all your smoking accessory needs. The offer code is SHOTS. Shots. We are back. This is Shots Fired. What's hey, going on? All right. Say next to Intuition, Alex Papademis. Welcome. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you very much. Intuition is rocking the sweet Larry Johnson Grandma Ma throwback, which I think everyone needs to just know and take note. Shout out to SP for stealing this and giving yeah. it to me. Stacy Ogman, Hornets. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We we have a we have a mutual friend. He's my, he's my friend first. Uh, I've known Intuition for You're like, the spoon that stirs the pie. Like nine years. Yeah, I'm a connector, is what they say. But uh, we have a friend that uh, he. I think of you more as a maven. <laughs> I'm whatever I need to be. <laughs> But uh, he uh, he is how do you say he's like he has a like he just he's he has sticky palsy. fingers sticky fingers <laughs> and nervous energy <laughs> a lot of nervous energy sticky fingers and uh, you know he would like you know just to like uh, how do you say cure his sticky fingersness he would just like go steal from like Goodwills <laughs> that'll do it <laughs> yeah, yeah no not to cure it but just like you know but instead it, of like get him in big trouble but he's also like a very good purveyor and curator of uh, vintage clothing at Goodwill so he would only steal gems like the this best, uh, the best the so, so many things when things don't fit him it ends up in like either me or Billy's hands or something so it's it's tight I, ha- I have like a Dolph Lundgren sweatshirt that he stole that's wow. pretty amazing yeah one time he stole four <laughs> tires <laughs> Four tires. How do you steal four from, tires? From Same well. car or different <laughs> huh? cars? Same car. Well, no. Actually, the first time that I ever met you, uh, they crashed at my house for a weekend in like 04 or something. Santa Barbara and, was 05. And e- 05. SP was there. And um, they walked to the to the Vons down the street, filled up a grocery cart full of groceries, grocery and just walked it back to my house. And like we two had groceries. groceries. Just walked straight out of the market without Yeah, pay. yeah. Didn't pay. <laughs> just brought it to my house. We had groceries for two weeks. We had a fucking epic barbecue afterwards. So like that's the kind of people that he... Uh, Associates with, but we grew, <laughs> we, we grew up though. Like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. No, now you take them out of the Whole Foods. Yeah, now they <laughs> no, pay. no, now, now you know. Bristol Farms. No, well, now, now he, he, he just you know he pays for everything. He's got a couple jobs. He's got a nice girlfriend that like calmed him down. I don't think he was getting laid too much. We we're just wildly <laughs> nobody, you know. Yeah, nobody. We we're just young, young punks. So we were talking about K Day actually earlier in the, in the during our break. No, we weren't. Was, yeah, which was real. <laughs> Alex just wrote a great story for. Uh, I, I liked it because it was. Um, Who'd you, who do you write the story? Who'd you write the story for? Uh, that was for Grantland. That was a, a so it was a blog post for Grantland. I didn't know how Morning. to pronounce it. I pronounce it Grantland. Grantland. I don't know, like no Grantland. one. Yeah, That's no one really it. knows. It's like Grantland Rice, who's yeah. a famous sports writer. It is named out. Yeah, it is not named after an actual person that uh, you know very few people have. heard You don't of. get really? great names like that anymore. Like I mean, whoever thought of the name Grantland? Like you know, in nineteen hundred or eighteen. 70 or somebody that wanted their son to be somebody. Perhaps yeah. he was someone that granted people land. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh. <laughs> you just sobered this podcast. <laughs> Kill that. Joke. Leave now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> perhaps Thompson was Thompson. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was actually reading Kareem's autobiography, and like there was a whole thing where like someone was being racist to him, and they were calling him Schwartz because mm. it means it's black Schwartz in German. Yeah. And then he realized it like one day, and then starts calling them Weiss because mm. that's white in German. Yeah. Which and my last name, mm-hmm. Burn. Listeners, what? How yeah, fit- yeah. How fitting. Your name. Is Jeff White? Yeah, right. I mm-hmm. know. It's not hip hop. Yeah. You should change your name to Jeff X, like, since you have a German last name, yeah. like what the Germans did to your people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be, or like, you know, like, since, like, the, you know, brothers take X, you guys, you should take Z, you know, Jeff Z. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah that would Steve do something. That would I love where yeah. this riff is going. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> Nigga, you kill all the jokes. <laughs> Stop killing the jokes. Strike two. <laughs> you made me drop the end bomb. <laughs> you got me upset. So you, know it, so you know it's real. Street yeah. cred. Um, all right. So, anyways, yeah, no, I don't know. We were all saying how K. I mean, yeah, you you just moved here from New York like you a year and a half ago. Television you control. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were talking about how great it was. Can you go back to that? Yeah, we, we that kind of got stepped on. Yeah, it, like, it's uh, it really is. I think the greatest radio station. I've ever heard. I meant the blog post, but it's a really good radio. Yeah. Too. yeah. What, was uh, the, yeah what, was good... what was the hypothesis of the blog post? What oh, was it about? It was basically just that I had found out that this thing was going away, this thing that had sort of been so much of a fixture of my life in uh, Los Angeles since moving here. Like, people would... It, How like, long were you here? I, I've only been here for a year. I, it's a year, April 1st. We'll do the basically. interviewing here. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just curious about that. <laughs> I don't know who has authority in this room to interview me, so I'm just going to answer yeah. anything. It's like, a, you know, like the interrogation room yeah. vibe. Uh, whoever bad cop is, uh, I'm just saying, dude. You keep asking questions. We're not gonna ask you any questions. Dude. <laughs> you guys do look like a buddy comedy. Right no, that's the best way to not have to talk, though. Like, like not have to say something like super intelligent. Is, like ask a good question, then you're. You know, that's you're my, that is the whole plan of my life. I never yeah. say anything intelligent. I just ask questions. Yeah, well, if you, yeah. no, you ask intelligent questions. You don't have to volunteer anything. So, so you're from the standpoint that Shut the fuck is, up. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, I have an antithetical view. I don't think. I don't think. I think K Day is getting a lot of praise right now because it's going out of business but i think that i listened uh, I, I, I was there the first day that k-day got booted back up i was listening and they yeah, played they played ain't great. no half step in and they played a lot of good they shit play they're playing shit. dana dane and shit like that like i was down but now when i listen i feel like i'm just as like i said uh i think i made a tweet about it you're just as likely to hear like umbrella on there as you are to hear run dmc or something i'll put it, but you I'll won't put it hear th- umbrella on kiss fm or yeah pa- and you'll never hear trace delinquentes yeah <laughs> that's true trace delinquentes is the hot <laughs> Fire. Shout out to the shout out to the little person. I tried uh, to pro- on the half pipe in that video. I tried to profile delinquent habits. No response. <laughs> like I was like, come on, what are you doing, delinquent habits? That shit was so probably epic. Real <laughs> on, the, life. on the box. Do you remember the box? Oh yeah, that's where I used to watch. Music television you control. Yeah, for sure. They had that in Alaska. Oh, they had the box in Alaska. Oh yeah, we had a satellite dish. Ah, uh, yeah. was yeah. The, the big, realest the thing about satellite. Right? The realest thing about Northern Exposure because that was all filmed in, Sa- in Seattle. The only real thing about it was that there was a satellite dish on one of the cabins because we used to have to have that because we didn't have cable. Up yeah. there, we had to get a satellite dish, and anytime you want to like change to a different satellite region, it would like literally spin. Mm-hmm. And when it's negative forty, it would take like a half an hour to spin fifteen degrees. It'd be so cold. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's tight. The box. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like like K Day. Like I listen to like KJLH in the morning, you know, on my way to dropping the kids off to school, and I hear you know R and B songs from the mid nineties, you know, and I feel like that station is the demographic is like my mother's age, you know, like thirty five, forty five. Yeah. So me, I'm like you know, or that, my mom's not that age, but whatever, you know, what I'm trying to say. But me, as a guy in my twenties, when I want to hear something from when I was in high school, you know, what if, if I want to hear some DMX. 
yeah. K Day plays it for me. I want to hear oh, Jade yeah. and John A. <laughs> I think perhaps <laughs> yeah, right. Perhaps the reason I'm, I'm hating on it is because like uh, thinking that stuff from the early 2000s and or like very late 90s is old school makes me feel so fucking old that it I don't want to acknowledge that because I'm like when I when I think of like old school shit I want to be hearing like all Juice Crew all BDP like shit like that 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 was like before my time you know nah, you gotta I mean? listen yeah. to Art LeBeau for that shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hear yeah, a little Joker LeBeau. fucking say that hey, term is totally yeah yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. The, I'm stepping on you. I apologize. Yeah, uh, that term is totally. Stepping on me? I am. I am. Whooping all over the place. Yeah. No, that term is totally devalued. That uh, term, old school. It's like the, the greatest old school. And right. It's just whatever you want to mean. And there is a lot. I agree with you that K Day is a lot of it is like it's like 2002. Like, mm. a, but that's taking a long it all the way back. I know. Ago. No, it's a long time. Because here's but, the thing. Like when a lot of people were getting into hip. All right, so like 92, 93, right? Uh, 10 years ago was 82 like hip hop like barely existed outside of like the movie yeah. Wild Style you know mm. and that's a long time ago it's weird as that is to think you know it's not weird it's the truth well, 10 years ago you know I, I have a 10 year old daughter right yeah. Like like ten like her whole whole life has existed and she's never heard never not known fifty you know yeah she's never yeah she's never heard you know in the club you know like yeah. this is old school if this song comes on and I'm well, in the like, car and I'm like I wrote about this kid like Chester Watson right like he's sixteen years old like he was like twelve when Earl came out or like thirteen like that's gonna be and like he's very influenced by Earl Sweatshirt that's fucking weird <laughs> that's terrifying yeah. yeah it's terrifying and it's not like he's like some artist of he was twelve years old who else is gonna be influenced by I think sixteen year old artist should all Stop doing that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> just, just stop being just stop. creative. Just stop being artists. Or stop. no, like stop practicing. Go to school. Go to school. There's, you know, wait till you. There's know. definitely like a fetish, uh, fetishization. Is that a word? A fe- like, there, it's like become this fetish for journalists to seek out the youngest artists that they can, and like these kids have no experience like i don't give a fuck what a 16 year old has to say to be honest most times here's the thing like i agree with you to a certain extent and it is sort of like it feels sometimes like when they were only drafting high school players in the nba yeah and like they're like okay we're gonna draft you know this like random dude that played you know i can't think of everyone's out everyone's out on the journey to find the youngest rapper and then and then they like try to get like they're surprised when they're like, oh yeah, Ludacris was a big influence of mine, and it's like, for real? But like, also, like, 2 Chains is like 35, Juicy J is like 37. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. Well, that's what it is. There's like, there's all these old guys, and then there's all these young guys, and then like, Ross is like guys like us, we just start podcasts <laughs> right? like, and yeah. make really good music, you know? Well, yeah. I think that uh, there's two splits, too, on the radio. <laughs> the yeah, there, there's, a, there's like a renaissance of old guys on the radio, but then when you look at all the, like, the Tumblr and the internet, which is what influences most of the internet, um, or like you know like complex and shit like that i feel like they're more they they gear heavier towards like the tumblr side of reporting on rap so there there's definitely a fetishization of like young rappers on outlets like fader and complex and stuff like that i think you know yeah yeah and it's just because it i think nudes is going so fast that whole like one month wait like they need to kind of find i mean young kids are producing a lot of stuff nowadays like it's especially easier. with the yeah especially with like technology being like so available the, and like the 24 just second have a la- news laptop cycle. and you don't even need like some outboard gear to record anymore you can just record something that sounds kind of cool on like you can make a banger on an ipad mic. yeah you can you know yeah we're getting too too rappy aren't we Mm. We're, we're, we're going into rap politics, aren't we? I'd like to volunteer that I could not make a banger on an iPad. <laughs> you can make a banger on an iPad. You, you look like you can make a banger on an iPad. Able to, maybe. <laughs> on Ableton? <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Wicked. Mm-hmm. On, yeah. 
Anyways. Yeah, like the Ice Cube song. No, I mean, there were tons of teenage rappers, though, in 94 or 93. Well, definitely. Like like Illegal. Illegal? Well, like ABC and Criss Cross dropped at the same time, and that was definitely like a thing. I mean, it's a 20-year cycle of what I love love the playground. The hooligans. ABC. At the playground. You know. Aisha. (laughs) Aisha. Yeah, I knew a girl named... I think... Because that song came out, Aisha got prettier. Like, like I swear to God, I knew a girl named Aisha. I never wasn't fucking with her. And then that song came out. I was like, I think I gotta like her. Yeah. If I don't like her, then you know. Similarly, there was a kid at my school who used to. His name was Rolando, but he used to go by Roro. And when ABC dropped, Roro got so much cooler because there was a kid in ABC named Roro. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was like his fucking cool cred went sky high after that. Like, damn. That's a dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> that was racist. He was Puerto Rican. What are you trying to say? No, <laughs> edit that out. You just got not, not editing none of that. Yeah. I was about to go we in. Stopped, we stopped dogs. editing. We stopped editing a while ago. Yeah. It's all live, uh, like that season of Rock. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Hey, dude, I watch I watch Rock religiously. Yeah, who let's start our what if. Let's start our what, what if shit. Right? I just want right to Charles F. Dutton. If there was it. a rock he has movie, a story. If there was a rock movie, what if that who, came out? Yeah, this who would play Kadeem Hardison? Obviously, Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> yeah, it would be Charles F. Dutton. Really? Today, I don't know. I don't what know. the? What is Rock? What are you? you don't remember saying? Rock? No. It was like rock? this oh, old bald yeah. guy <laughs> and like his like you know his his fucking nephew. It's, it's basically Steve Harvey and nephew. He was Tommy. a garbage man. He was a garbage man. So it was just yeah. It was like in Baltimore, I believe. It was a predecessor, real precursor to the wire. Damn, <laughs> I feel horrible that I don't know this. Yeah, it was like the it was like the, the like King of Queens, but with yeah, Charles with, F. Dutton. Oh, like, shit, like, yeah, I think it might but, be an S. But it just I wasn't so yeah. slapstick because a lot of times it was like these like I mean I just remember getting sad watching this. Yeah, there yeah, was, it was some seriousness. There was well, some that was like in the early nineties when there was a lot of very spe- I mean, how many very special blossoms were there? Well, it was Fox too, and like yeah. Fox had a you know Fox was more like in touch with what was like really Living going Single on, had yeah. some real episodes, some realness. Too, yeah, yeah, it'd be like sorry, bro, we were busy watching Doctor Quinn Medicine when we were and uh, your satellite just didn't point to the <laughs> Your satellite couldn't reach that ATL. Missed in living color. Yeah, I was talking the homegirl Scarlett Carter. We give her a shout out. She was she like two G pens. She, she was dating her. dating you know African American uh, male at the time, and she was like, "We really can't like you know uh, get, you know uh, what is it like? We really don't really relate because oh, yeah. I don't really relate to. I don't, I've never watched an episode of Martin. And I was, <laughs> yeah, just I was like, like, "How have you never seen Martin?" And then I just opened the door of the car and I kicked her out while we were driving. I was like, "What? Did you not see House Party either?" Oh yeah, House Party one and two. Yeah, three. Not, yeah, yeah. Class act. No, no, shout out to Scarlett. I didn't kick her out of my car. She's sweet. <laughs> I uh, recently ran across the the Biggie Smalls episode of Martin on <laughs> the Biggie episode of Martin. Yeah, what is that shit. We watch it. Is anybody? Is, <laughs> my am I the only one who's seen this? It was like really I, close. Yeah, I, I remember it, but the thing I don't about it is, it. it's from like ninety. It, you know, it, 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 it like. I don't. I don't know what year it's from, here. but it's it is very much from the '90s. You can probably tell me, Jeff, like when it's actually from. But That's, yeah, I mean, the uh, thing is that the the fact that Biggie's on it is like the sixth weirdest thing about it uh, because of that. Yeah, it's yeah. Gina. You know, it's, all right, let's. I think we should watch it. It's Gina and Cole trying to impress uh, Biggie to get a role. Yeah, they're both they're both trying to be backup singers. But there were no marriage head lodge. We should maybe start there. Is like, what if Biggie didn't die? Like, what if, what if, if, what if Biggie Big, didn't die? What if he would, Biggie he would, didn't die? Tupac's prolificness would have outshined him, 
And I think he would have just been the star of In the House. He would have transitioned into acting in sitcoms, and he's really good in this. He has no all. His it requires a lot of like sort of like hell kind of acting, you know, just yeah. like like I, you can't see the face, but it's you know it's sort of like you know, you know they can you see can, the face. They can if you if you say it with enough. Uh, I can know, make that yeah. intensity. They see the face. Well, did you see that? Like they're selling his like uh, the, you know the one room shack or whatever that he was rapping about a juicy and it's like a nice apartment. Oh yeah, because that block is that whole neighborhood is like super nice now. <laughs> yeah, it's really gentrified. Yeah, yeah but go, I mean like a, you know, but it was like a big, pretty big. I think apartment. I think for that, and it's been totally done over, and it's all sort of like there's pictures of it. And it just looks like any sort of you know really nice Brooklyn condo, but like a, a one bedroom in Bushwick costs twenty eight hundred dollars a month now. Wow. So you know, yeah. whoever bet gets that though, like that would be kind of amazing to get the if you got the one condo or well, it, apartment. That, it'd be funny if you got it and didn't know what it was. Like you know, <laughs> it like it's like He's like I'm only in the Decemberists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Valencia. Yeah, you, you get haunted. I think if that happens, I think the, the walls bleed. Crystal. Ca- yeah, yeah. The walls bleed crystal. It's like it's like in The Shining, except it's like with whale shanties. <laughs> I mean, do you guys think he would still be rapping at this point? I often wonder that as well. I think every who doesn't who stopped rapping. Ice Cube still raps. Like like uh, Ella Cool J. Did I think Ice Cube still raps the same way. Like like uh, you know like but, like your dad probably plays golf though. Like he's like, I just need to go out and like you know, just go hit a. It's few. almost hard to imagine Biggie not dying. It's it's easier to imagine Tupac not dying because you know that Suge would have killed Biggie somehow. Like there's no way he could have made it this long. Suge, very persuasive. <laughs> I, I'm just like out of the dudes that were his contemporaries skills. that are still alive that are still really big. I always I I kind of wonder like would he have gone the Jay Z route and big been a huge business mogul or or like the Snoop Dogg route where he's just kind of a pop culture icon that that not too many people take I think, seriously I think anymore. The Snoop you know? Dogg route. Yeah, it's the latter, absolutely. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I also think, I think if he didn't die and if him and Tupac didn't die, I don't think Jay-Z would no. would have gotten past that, that you know, that ceiling of talent <laughs> that, that was above him or that ceiling, like, you know, those dudes were like... Well, I mean, he's, I think he, I don't know if he would have been the guy the way he was. Yeah, and then there was like, not that lane for him open because Nas I, was making... You Nas know, the other contemporaries, so. there's also, like, you guys were talking about the, the DMX route. I mean, what if he, what if the decadent lifestyle would have gone to him? He was already an overweight dude. He obviously, like, enjoyed, uh, you know, partaking in fucking the decadence of life. Perhaps drugs could have become an issue or whatever. Food, well, he could have been a big pun and died of a fucking heart attack. See, that's Who the knows? thing. It's like, food, it's food like, would have got him. I don't think dope yeah. Would have got him because you know there's there's like there's like two kinds of dope dealers there's like the there's like the dope dealers who sell dope to like and then also feed their own addiction and you could see that early on he would have and then there's a sociopathic dope dealer who sells the dope and enjoys other people but not even I mean dude you know like. My fucking rappers love coke. Cocaine is was is out there. You know I don't what think I mean? Like he was a coke. Hey, there's a certain. Is, there's but a I certain, mean, did you think? I'm not trying to accuse anybody, but did you think Nate Dogg was a cokehead? Because I mean, he died of strokes. Strokes is like a, a in young ages common of like coke problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. Like Nate Dogg didn't seem like a cokehead to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, but there's a certain. I, I don't know. I, I just. I mean, think, I interviewed. I'm not I like they're about to tell me that. Like, oh yeah, I interviewed like you know Butch Cassidy and some yeah. other guy, and they, they were like, you know, I was like, what was the deal? And he's like, felt like he liked his Hennessy and his weed, but there's like, and like nothing wrong with that. So mm. like, I mean, they didn't say. I don't know. Do you think- but Nate Dogg was like in his 40s, and sometimes like my father didn't have a coke addiction, and he died at 38. You know, like mm-hmm. hey, you know, sometimes shit happens. You know. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm not saying Biggie would have become a cokehead. That's not, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, you know, said, there's boy. there's decadence. You know, what I'm saying that's a decadent ass drug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's next Craig Mack? What, uh, what else? What's the next what if? What's the next what if? Yeah, what's the what's the, what's Um that? well, I'm glad you asked, James. Mm. Uh what if 
The, well, you know, the, the idea that actually inspired me was Alex wrote a story on uh, on DOC. You went out to Dallas oh, to yeah. hang out with DOC. Yeah, yeah. I went. To, I went to Dallas um, in uh, I guess it was like uh, January. No, it was December. Something mm-hmm. like that. It was like the end of last year. I think. Playboy? Did you pitch that? Uh, no, they actually asked me. That's so I, random. That they're like, really? Do you want to go to J- Playboy? Asked you to Playboy? Yeah. No, the whole thing was really strange, and it was kind of it was what like the fuck have they been hiring up there. I I I don't know. I still actually don't know where they got the idea to do that. Like why they decided that now. Now is the time. That's like the that's the easiest yes ever. You're like, I don't not want to go to I'm Dallas. Tell you, interview yeah, you. A no, beautiful I, woman probably told somebody that. Like, you should interview DLC. He's my favorite rapper because you know. And then they were like, yes, whatever you say. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, sure possibly. all the 18 year old hoes at the mansion are just straight bumping DLC. <laughs> Nobody right now. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no one can do it better. Sometimes yeah. that happens. I met a, okay. I met a pretty young girl that just loves Andre Nicotina, and I'm like, why? I met a few girls that have loved. There's Andre a lot of Nicotina. girls that love Andre Nicotina. If you grew up in the Bay, yeah. you'll find. Yeah, yeah, but she's not from the. Oh, let's uh, keep it pushing. Yeah. So continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they asked me, and uh, you know, I I had sort of I I reviewed his one of his attempted comeback records at one point, the Deuce album. You know, which I is never like heard the, that. That's the, the, is it just is he rapping like the Cigarette Man from the commercials? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's actually like you want that voice. Like, and I remember it's thinking this. Yeah, it's it's really fun. like yeah, it's sort of like it's you know, it doesn't have a lot of dynamic range to it, mm. but there was something about it. It's almost you know, it almost sounded like it could be a tricky record, or it could be like yeah. you know, I mean, like thinking about like. Like Gil Scott Heron's voice was totally, totally shot on that record that he did. So, with I mean, Jamie everything X-X, Bob Dylan has done in the last twenty five years. Yeah, it doesn't keep like anybody from cigarettes, man. It doesn't. Well, I mean, he had a car accident. He had that a was car accident, but yeah. like, yeah, and gen- guys getting older. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, it's you know, it, it, they were still trying to sort of frame it and like make a just a regular rap record out of yeah. it with a little bit of like, oh, I've been through so much. Like, because the second one is fascinating. The second one is almost like a sort of like an ICP record or something. It's really, really the, 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 like the one that he did when he finally left Death Row is like pretty hardcore and like has all kinds of uh-huh. it's 1998 and there's all kinds of millennial shit happening and like, you know, <laughs> it's like we need to do an episode of the millennial weirdness like between like the Busta Rhymes record and the Method Man record yeah I think <laughs> such a good I yeah. think the worst thing for art was like you know uh was having everything being so prosperous. It seems like the 90s was just prosperous, like the Clinton era, like people were getting all these deals and there was a freedom to just like do horrorcore and like so all this imaginary shit. Time you know? of limitless peace and prosperity. Yeah. I mean, he was also, he was going through some substance issues that are sort of, you know, like are ongoing. He's in mm-hmm. recovery now, but I think at what the time What kind of drugs he was, was he using? Um, I think he was mostly an alcoholic, actually. Alcoholic. I mean, like, and he is like you know by his own admission has a drinking problem and is sort mm. of dealing with that. And like that that's was the, first the sort step. of yeah, exactly. That's that's number one. Um, mm. And so I think a lot of it you you can hear it is a guy who is in pain and who is kind of expressing that through uh, you know uh, some kind of millennial dark sort of like William Cooper type of imagery and all that stuff. And it's sort of fascinating, but not you know not an amazingly great record. And so the, the I just I'd heard these these comeback albums and sort of remembered it and knew the story. You know that he had that he had been you know he had that one solo record and then you know his larynx was damaged in you know as a result of this drunk driving car accident. Yeah. You know, um, actually in the by the emergency room doctors, not by the accident itself, but they uh, they couldn't sedate him in the uh, emergency room, so they had to intubate him without uh, going putting him under. Why couldn't so he, they sedate him? Because he had so much shit in his system. Oh, oh, oh yeah, like they like, couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't have given him like whatever they give you to knock you out. Because and so he like thrashed like you would if somebody was putting a tube down your you know esophagus you know um, like they should have something thrash. 
No, I don't be thrashing, bro. They should do. They should have this thing where you can like, you know, uh, you sign it. Like, like let's say you're in that state. Like, yeah. just only for drunk people though. Right. People that are high. And then like you sign this. You know, like it's, it's just called the old way, right? <laughs> you sign it, and then like you know, some like heavy-handed ex-boxer just comes in. He's from Stockton, most likely, and he comes in <laughs> and just punches you in your button and in your jaw and just puts you out. Yeah. That I think that's what you should be able to. You know, yeah. you should pitch that yeah. after a car accident. Yeah, I'm with that. I mean, I'm all about. No, you've just had a near fatal accident. <laughs> but, but we got to knock you the fuck out. Yeah, he's got to knock me the fuck out clause on his driver's license. There's a little sticker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the pink dots for the organ donor. And then it's just like a picture of like Mike Tyson's tattoo. We will not sue. You cannot sue for <laughs> your broken jaw. Yeah, he's yeah. got the little KO. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, would, I liked what the story was. It kind of like... There's such a, I mean, and I've done that too with a lot of like older rappers who like have been out of, out of rap for like ten years and haven't had it. And you're like, you'll see them perform and they'll be like, "This is my new single. It's amazing." And you hear it and you're like, "Oh, yeah." Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I mean, because he doesn't have, yeah. So he doesn't have new music necessarily. So yeah. that was sort oh, he was of producing. avoidable. He was yeah. producing other people, yeah. and so there wasn't like that thing about where you have to kind of you know, nod and be like, "It's banging," you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, that's the like, most which we, I think we've all sort of been. You know, we've all, like certainly been there many times before, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, no, like he was, he was great, and I kind of, you know, it's I, I spent a couple days with him. I went to drug court with him, and you know, all that stuff, and like he's in sort of, he's in a, he basically he got uh, there's a, uh, it's called a diversion program when you get uh, like three strikes or something. I don't know that he had three strikes, but he had another sort of felony DUI arrest and was facing like you know uh, being put away, and yeah. he got put into a program where he sort of did you know all these like kinds of things and like kind of you know is working through stuff for the first time in his life like no one had ever said to him like you know you're probably an alcoholic because you seem to keep getting these DUIs and sort of like it keeps fucking up your life I was gonna say I don't think anybody has to say that like I had a DUI right and once you're in the DUI class like you know the, the thing that you have to take there's like all kind of different alcoholics there's like I just drink casually. I, or not different different kind of drinkers. And then, like, you know, like, you, you find yourselves in company with real alcoholics and people that are, like, just like you and be like, hey, well, you, what you did was pretty stupid. What I did was pretty, you know, like, you yeah. know, I, I think it's on, on the guy to realize that, you know, two DUIs, you should know. You should from, know. from hearing the yeah. background of that story, it sounds that regardless of he, if he had lost his voice or not, his, his lifestyle would have yeah. caught up to him. He yeah. might have put out a couple other good records, but it's, it sounds like he still would he might have just self-destructed. Might have just been RBX or Melman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, well, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. There were so many ways to kind of get lost in that world that you didn't have to actually lose right. it. Right. Yeah, especially you know, when you're connected with Dr. Dre. All right. Well, yeah, so, and he's hey, the guy who, of souls. He's also, yeah, he's the guy who brought Suge into that fold. He's mm. the guy who sort of brought the wolf into the, you know, the, the chicken house or whatever, like, and sort of, you know. I think it's fox, fox in the chicken house. Uh, yeah, I mean, wolf would still suck, though. <laughs> Either way, it's not a good, it's not a good outcome. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> but Suge is more of a wolf than a fox. Yeah, the, exactly. Wolf is stupid, though. It, it sort of a bear <laughs> into the chicken he house. He didn't really like you really keep it for that long yeah. i mean like should kind of fucked it up worse than anyone has fucked it up nah i mean masterpiece still not not you know babies babe you know it's, i think slim is a smart one when i was in baton rouge and i was like talking the to one people, who doesn't talk is the one smarter. who doesn't talk they're like what they're like slim would just not talk and just sit in the corner during the early cash money things reading books in the music industry and eating buckets of fried chicken tight <laughs> that was all he would do is just read books in the industry and eat fried chicken and i was like that is the best story i've ever heard yeah yeah that's true all right so so this is uh, since we, we go from doc let's go to uh fucking 
Let's just go through all of, all of Erica Badu's baby daddies. Andre, what if right Outcast hadn't broke up? No, not if what if Outcast hadn't broke up. What if Andre that last did not fall record. in love with Erica Badu? Oh yeah, wasn't he already kind of dressing crazy before Badu? No, though? he was. That was. I think he met her when he was like in right after On AT Aliens. Yeah, when he was like you know he'd already gotten sober. Dude, like, she's she's a, she she snowballed that. She made that. Yeah, happen. it just like, made it know? get weirder. Yeah, she she was like, oh no, it's really. I think it's cute. Yeah, let's just wear, have the Erica Badu dress like a Jay Electronica. <laughs> like yeah. Common made it like yeah. you know it's really so where, where were the, I, o- the only complaint I have about Andre 3000's career is that he hasn't put out like a solo rap record you know like you that's really I, I still think record? he's like I, I, record? I don't know I would hope that he would have Erica Badu I, he's still one of, he's, soul out of his he's penis? one of my favorite rappers I've never minded his like questionable taste in outfits and stuff like that like it's, it's whatever bro is a classic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no but I mean like the dude's uh, raps are still amazing and, and while I wish that he would do more than like one great totally. guest verse per year it's like I can't complain about his output because it is yeah. amazing and it is consistent yeah. but uh, you know if he hadn't met her, hopefully he would have put out a couple of solo rap records. That's that's my only complaint. Yeah, yeah. Jay Electronica. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> that, that guy's doing. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because of Erica Badu. It seems like it's because of that. Ri- it's because of the rich mistress in England. Well, like, also, that he was like, he has a when, rich mistress in England. He, impre- he, impre- he impregnated. Like he impregnated <laughs> like the Paris Hilton of England or some shit. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. what that's what she's rap of the does. Rothschild yeah. banking family. Like on a speedboat. Really? Yeah. On a speedboat. Like medieval medieval Jewish power. Yeah. I just picture that happening on a speedboat. But yeah, like I think he just wanted Illuminati. Because <laughs> like that is is that that might be the closest rap has ever gotten to whatever people consider her. the actual yeah, Illuminati. Of someone who's probably in the Illuminati <laughs> yeah. like technically like, like I don't think know. Jay and Beyonce are but I wouldn't argue against a Rothschild if they led if like, they led Jews in the I was, Illuminati I was gonna say like all right let's say <laughs> let's say you know as a father right let's say I tell my daughter like you know what this like I don't like this kind of thing right my daughter's just gonna run to that and so like she hears like this bad boy just talking shit about like fucking you know the Rothschilds and you know the Illuminati and she's yeah. just like I just want a piece of that paranoid motherfucker you know yeah. and you know then they have a baby and it's probably hot for him too it's like you know, I'm literally fucking the Illuminati like yeah, it's like right here yeah. Yeah. it's like take that Kanye you're with Kim Kardashian how can also, one man fuck like, so much power <laughs> the best tweet I think I saw was like after the new uh, Drake song, The Girls Love Beyonce, where someone's like, who do you think creeps out Beyonce more, Drake or Kanye? <laughs> it's just like, I was like, that's so funny. Wow. I don't know. Who that do you think? stumped me. I think like she doesn't want Jay to hang out with Kanye. Like, because it's like, he's just a bad influence on you and like no good is going to come of it. And she hates double dates with Kim Kardashian. She must say you you watch the Kardashians for Grantland. I yeah. am a professional Kardashian critic. Yeah, they pay you to do that. Yeah, can they pay my <laughs> wife to do that? Can my wife be your assistant? I know it's the worst. It's the biggest scam in the world. There's so many people who do it for free, and like I sort of you know, but you know, I, yeah, and I I blog about the Kardashians and treat it like a sport, which is you know <laughs> really tight. It's, it's in the Grant in the, the Grantland universe like that actually makes sense. It's a sports and pop culture website. I argue that it's both. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, you know well, I mean, there is there are the occasional Lamar Odom guest spots. Lamar's on there a lot, and like whenever. <laughs> Kanye's on it's great because I think Kanye won't let himself be lavalier he won't do a mic he won't clip on the mic so it's like Bowfinger all the time like they have to shoot him from behind and like sort of like he get like a you know boom or something like you can tell that, that like you know he just speaks very quietly and there's like you know we can't exactly that's I think yeah like it's probably but he's on that reality show yeah, why? which is weird he's on an e-reality that's show that's how it's you like, know it's well, real love yeah <laughs> because there's no way that he would do it otherwise yeah no exactly there's no what does he have to gain from being people are like oh he's just doing it for PR it's like why does he have to go on basic cable he doesn't even do e-channel. interviews yeah no exactly <laughs> he just, won't do an interview 
But to bring it back to the question about Beyonce, I'll bet yeah. you that she fucking loves Drake and probably hooks him up with chicks. I bet you Drake is the type of dude that is, <laughs> that is great with other people's wives or girlfriends, and they're like, oh, I have somebody that you should meet. You know what I mean? Because he's a cupcake. The Jewish, mom, the Jewish mom was like, this is how you have yeah, to Yeah, exactly. I'll bet you that. I'll bet you Beyonce's like, oh, Drake, I have this new girl that you just have to meet. She's so nice. You guys would be great for each other. They're like, no more rappers after Wale and Solange. <laughs> they're like, you can't go with my sister. <laughs> So yeah. that must have been a tough break when they're like, uh, she's dating Wally. Like, it's like that. That's another great conversation. It's like, what happened on those days? Like, have, Jay, like, could not have liked hanging out with Wally. Question. question <laughs> like, question. no one could like. Who, who, uh, uh, has Beyonce collaborated with Kanye or Drake? I'm not really sure. I think she sang on the Watch the Throne record on a song. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. She's, uh, yeah. She's on Lift Off and, uh, yeah. something else. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Here and there. All right. But, you know, that's like, I'm kind of on my husband's, you know. I'm on my. That's as much, yeah. Jay Z collab in his. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure Beyonce, Beyonce and Drake can probably like bond on like how they both love Houston. Like Drake like loves Houston like the way like you know, like uh, I don't know like weird kids. You know what it's like? It's like London, it's like uh, you know? it's like when you grow up in a town without a sports team, so you just like pick a random team. Yeah, like, yeah. Drake yeah. just picked Houston. Yeah, and so like Drake <laughs> just like, hearing, talking still about all, all the spots that he went to. Like, and she's like, oh yeah, I used to go there. You know. Like, Someone told me that Drake had to pay a lot of money for like rap a lot protection when he comes to Houston, which I believe just because why not believe that? I, I think I think you have to. I think when you're that rich, and that's somebody is no matter the, who you are, no matter who you are, you have to pay money somehow. Pay goons like like w- with the street element in in like in rap. I think you have to because like there are legitimate gangsters. Well, Rick Ross was obviously not paying. Somebody. He was way behind on his goon fees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jim Jones and Lil Wayne were being extorted every time for the, they came the to Houston. They came to LA. Oh, okay. By blood. I mean, extorted in, 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 well, in because a roundabout way. You isn't know? that the sort of like, oh, if you claim blood, you have to pay? I will not speak on this anymore. It's a tithe. We just, I'm just saying, like that. But that was just the, you know, like you know, let fifty dudes into your shows. You know, like that's yeah. fifty dudes. Fifty dudes times like what? How much are the tickets? Eighty dollars. Yeah. You know, that's that's extortion plus, enough. Plus, I'm know. sure they got a plus one for their ladies. <laughs> We no no dude they just they're, we don't what, they're, 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 they're not bringing ladies hood, you know like yeah, that, it, that's why I'm just investing in bazookas right now because if I ever get famous I won't have to pay goon taxes because they'll know like oh man he's crazy he has bazookas bro yeah yeah real talk like bazookas are probably like you know, that'll scare somebody away it'll scare me away but at the same time there's always like the one guy that really really loves weapons in every game <laughs> that like he's like oh you have bazookas I can finally bring mines out I've had these shits in the, since the Gulf War like you know there's uh, this Jamaican guy in my neighborhood what if this Jamaican guy in my neighborhood didn't show me his guns like, <laughs> is, he, in Santa Monica no not in Santa Monica on like, 57th and Western but damn it, I'm snitching on myself again. <laughs> Fuck. Shots fired. We gotta erase it, edit a lot of that. Shots fired at Let's yourself. go to commercial Shoot break. Shoot yourself in the foot. Shots fired. Commercial break. All right. Shots fired. What's up, listeners? You should stop by the online Earwolf store and grab some new stuff. We got Earwolf hoodies, show t-shirts, posters, digital downloads, and other things. Our store is fully stocked special for all you Earwolf fanatics. You gotta come check out our stuff and our stash and our, our things. <laughs> While you're in there buying a different t-shirt for each day of the month, make sure to check out our new Earwolf calendar. Each month has graphics and quotes from your favorite Earwolf shows, like Go Forever Bro, 
you're definitely going to need at least one copy for your office, one for your kitchen, one for your home gym, and anywhere else you need to look up and remember what day it is. So don't forget to visit our store at Earwolf.com. And as always, thank you, really, for listening. Shots fired. We're back at Shots Fired. Alex Papadamus, Intuition, No Can Do. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I like that. That was tight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, we need, need more drop. of those. Do that shit again. <laughs> do, 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 do. Are we looping this? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Just do the... <laughs> I sounded very tough when I did that, man. Yeah. With yeah. all your bazookas. Yeah. <laughs> bazookas and gun noises, bitch. <laughs> Bazooka. Um, my other favorite... One of my other favorite what-ifs is uh, if Death Row had signed Freestyle Fellowship. Because you like, were wow. they going to sign Peace at one point from Freestyle Fellowship? I just love the idea of... You told me that story. What? About Freestyle Fellowship, like Death Row was talking to them. No, I think Peace was working. Peace was working, Peace with. Was working with them, yeah. Well, and I think Micah, the early Micah, because he wrote some stuff for NWA. Well, Mike, microphone Mike, Mike. Oh, so like their whole career is what if. Like yeah. these dudes are yeah, the first the most Fellowship, talented what dudes. If. Microphone Mike is, was a legendary LA rapper. Like microphone, what, what On K-Day, what, the early K-Day, like the first K-Day. Yeah, what Kendrick is, how people look at him like, oh, this like this game-changing yeah. MC. Uh, yeah, what Nas was for NY back in the day, yeah. like that's who he Michael still has Mike to be is. on any greatest rappers list just for the first five years of his career. I mean, he's still to this day pin game out of control, freestyle out of control, voice like songwriting. I, told, I mean, I, I, a producer I don't know if I've talked him. about on the air the last time I interviewed Freestyle Fellowship, but I, I, I probably should. You said it. this? Have I? Have I said it? It was just Mike. Like, uh, well, maybe Alex hasn't heard it. Um, uh, or I haven't person. heard it. Yeah. So this, this I'm interviewing the podcast flashback. <laughs> podcast. Um, and yeah, no. So Mike and I, like, I'm like all the Freestyle Fellowship. They're like Jupiter's like really invested. Peace. Nobody knows where Peace is. It's like, like, is it okay if Peace doesn't come? I'm like, sure. Yeah, like, you don't want Peace. Yeah, to be like, and I'm like, that's cool. I love uh, you, Peace. <laughs> Jupiter's like really energetic and cool. Like AC is like very, you know, you can tell he's like kind of the the center of the group, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Mike and I is sitting there reading the LA Express. Do you know what the LA Express? Have you seen the LA Express? The LA Express. Yes. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's like it's like if you haven't heard, it's like no, this. I'm like, not familiar with it. It's like Craigslist. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. I like how you. I like how it's you like did the that. back you of the LA like Weekly, man. but just or the Village Voice, but just one magazine. It's all like sex ads. And it still exists, right? Because like yeah. the, all those sex ads, like it, like it killed the Village Voice, it killed yeah. the alt weeklies. That like they yeah. don't have those anymore. But like there's still one that is only that can Which sustain is just exclusive. That they got it off Craigslist. It's really like yeah, they, they got just, it off Craigslist. Yeah, I think you're not allowed to have it on Craigslist. What? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. So I don't know. Fucking <laughs> sex Nazis out here. Um. So yeah, and he's just sitting there, and like then he'll like. He's like, and then every now and then he'll time in out of space, and like it's just like like he's getting voices from aliens that are like telling him what to say. I just think it's really funny that he was reading the LA Express, like and he's reading it like it was like Chaucer, <laughs> so like, like for the articles. <laughs> yeah, it was like, hmm. <laughs> I, I think those guys were ahead of their time for LA, mm-hmm. and uh, like if they were to like my what if like what if the Freestyle Fellowship existed right now. Like it would be yeah. It's like what if Slug was twenty three right now? He'd be Macklemore, except ten times better. <laughs> I just, I think they they do really well in this climate, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think well, it'd especially be, with the groups, phenomenal. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, even if they had existed, I think like, I mean, after Wu Tang, if they'd come out after Wu Tang rather than before Wu Tang, you know. Like, yeah. they could have been, like, a... I don't know. I mean, it was a more receptive time. I mean, like, uh, Boot Camp Click was, you know, all those... But you think about how those guys were rapping, and, like, like these these dudes were doing these crazy, like, 
patterns that it's almost like it's it's hard to it's hard to decipher. It's, it's like imagine like if you can mix like like E40's like you know wacky off the wall kind of flow with like Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, I was gonna got outsmart the popos this weekend. Wow! And that was just uh, it was just uh, uh, right as I um, outsmarted the popos, and I think I blame me for it. You feel good? Yeah. yeah, I was like, you gotta just outthink them because mm-hmm. it was I was saying earlier how I almost got caught smuggling drugs in the Coachella, which was you should have like smuggling drug, drugs into Mexico. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, I yeah. could smuggle drugs way easier into Mexico. You think so? It's not been a good luck for me. Then there was the time I was driving back from Louisiana, got caught with like a gram at the fucking Texas border. Yeah. Not you just got to utilize your butthole more. I got often. out both times. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's sacrilegious for me to say, but I, I never really like got it with the freestyle fellowship. Like I don't like I I don't know. I, I've tried. I have a bunch of their records. I have like Inner City Griots and perhaps a couple other solo records. But like, I think my favorite is To Whom It May Concern. I can't. I just can't oh, no. get into them. Which is before. That's the first. Yeah, it was like ninety-one Griots. I think it's, mm. Yeah. Because Griots feels like the relatively commercial one. Yeah, totally. relatively, relatively, relatively. I just feel like it's raw talent that was never like produced right. Yeah. Well, they were saying like that basically Fourth and Broadway signed them, and it was owned by Island at the time. And like, I guess Chris Blackwell would come to a few of their sessions, and he'd just be like, "Yep, sounds good. Keep, you know, they'd be like, whatever you <laughs> well, guys that, want." That's Tell the whole thing yeah. is that when everybody talks about how Bones uh, sold their style and et cetera, et cetera, like I totally believe that after listening to the old records, but yeah. it seems like they took it and kind of polished it and made it more presentable I love the, the idea States. of those two and like uh, Three Six Mafia like in 92, 93 also because they had that Bone disc like uh, the Live By You rap mm, yeah. like where they were accusing Bone of stealing their style mm-hmm. I could imagine like because it does sound like if you listen to those old Three Six Mafia tapes from like you know Juicy J had like you know God knows how many mixtapes they were putting uh, Lord Infamous tapes and I could imagine Easy e going and trying to sign Freestyle Fellowship and then just like kick, kicking it with peace for a little bit, and he's just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna find some dudes from Columbus, Ohio. This ain't cool. Like, yeah. Also, those guys were like big stars now. Like, whereas like Bone were like fresh off the bus. Like, we'll do whatever you want, and we'll sign any contract we you'll give us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably got the world's worst. They probably got worse deals than Blood of Abraham because Blood of Abraham probably had like you know they were Jewish kids raised in the valley. You know they're like yeah. they're like you are not signing that contract, young man. <laughs> Wait, what kind of? Let me read over this. <laughs> Who is this Eric Wright? Easy E. This doesn't look very easy look at, <laughs> look at the wording in this this is this hard I'm sorry this is my Jewish mom voice I'm sounds not really eerily like my mother apparently like none of those contracts were on paper anyway really so it's actually like it was all sort of like I was asking uh, Doc I was asking DOC about the, uh, the 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 watch and chain clause where it was like he sold his publishing on everything to easy supposedly for a watch and chain yeah. he's like you know there was no watch first of all that yeah. was his first like fact check was like there was no watch it yeah. was a chain it said DOC in gold it was a little smaller than the NWA chains but it was actually <laughs> but I was like so did you sign this and not look at it and he was like I didn't really sign anything yeah. but like there was some kind of a verbal agreement that was binding you know yeah That's a, ver- a verbal agreement that was binding yeah and he was, was like, it on fucking YouTube he was like, like I would have signed I would have signed anything they put in front of me basically but yeah yeah I wasn't cl- it wasn't totally clear what from a legal perspective but like somehow he got outmaneuvered on every the publishing on all of that NWA stuff and all of the you wow know, it was supposed to be just I think dope man or something yeah. and it ended up being everything what if rappers got their publishing in the 90s? Yeah, that would be extraordinary. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what if artists yeah, got of, like a large chunk of their publishing? Well, at least Skilo recovered it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he had that Toyota commercial. Yeah. That's out. Yeah. Way to go, Skilo. Even though, even if he is an angry, angry person. Is he angry? One of my friends so works angry. with Skilo in an office now. Really? really? What does Skilo do? 
I don't know. It's just like some office job. Yeah, he was one of the guys who played me his album, and I was like, ooh. It's like, he's like, it's called Fresh Ideas because I have fresh ideas. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Some, I was like, I could. Wait, yeah. don't tell me. That's some pretty. <laughs> that's some fresh slang, too. I would see Skilo on Lamar Park, and I'd be like, you know what? You're not that short. <laughs> like, you're not. I, mean, I was like, I thought you were little. So you had the song about wanting to be taller. You should be happy with who you are, Skilo. Did you tell him that? <laughs> you think, nah, I just thought you that. stop him and say it. I just thought he probably that. would have liked to hear it. It probably would have meant a lot to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah other other what ifs? If, if Cube never split from NWA, like, but they went out first. Was it it's Cube? Cube. Yeah. 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 Then they brought in MC Ren. Yeah. Well, then we wouldn't have gotten three classic albums in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we know that maybe had no Penguin commercials for for Outdoors <laughs> or Bud or whatever it was. Yeah. Let's yeah. get some. Perhaps, let's get perhaps some there would never be an Are We There Yet. Um, oh no, we can't go without Are We There Yet. <laughs> are we there yet? Yeah, we um, what Friday. if? Well, you know what's an interesting one is what if uh, Hollywood never like took rappers to act because it would be completely different. Because like guys like Will Smith would be probably have continued to rap and not like Will Smith would have changed the game, but. You know, Ice Cube. I mean, still if, focused if on Hollywood, rapping. if Hollywood wouldn't have done it, Broadway would have, son. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. You know how many Tony Awards Eminem would have won? Yeah. A million. <laughs> I sit back with this bag and this weed and fucking Eight Mile the Musical. Come on. Yeah. That should have been hard. Yeah. They write about it in the New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Eminem's bravura. That, would, that would be better than Spider Man the Musical. Yeah. Yeah. You That's know? true. Hit him up the musical. All eyes on me the musical. That's why, I, and then if, as an actor, Purple somebody, Haze the musical. <laughs> that'd be tight. <laughs> that could, I mean, that could still happen. You could get that jukebox musical once they run out of, like, you know, whatever it is, like the Four Seasons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, once, once we're old and we want to start creating our. It's our, not going to be past. Billy Joel. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be Cameron. The, the that's why K, that's yeah. why K Day is important. Dip set the <laughs> exactly. Dipset the musical. Oh, God. Like, why, why, Freaky. why are we sitting here right now and not just writing, <laughs> writing that you dip set the music. off somewhere? Dip set. This is, since this is recorded, this is basically we patent this idea. If any of us go and do this without. Everybody, this yeah. is recording. I mean, the skits already draw a, a plot as well. I think you, know you pretty much can take Killer Season and adapt it pretty closely. Yeah. I mean, you is, know. is there a piano in this building where we can just go get started right now? <laughs> yeah. and just like, sit down. Quick, can you do the riff for Oh Boy? <laughs> like, yeah. Just like smash right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I just, I always, uh, RIP. R.I.P. too, or uh, get out free, Max B. Yeah, yeah, I guess he was technically much, yeah. Bird Gang. Was he not? He was. Was he ever Dipset? <laughs> what if what if Max B never went to jail? There's your other one. I know that's your favorite one. Oh my God! If, if, if Bigger Belly never went to jail, the wave. Oh my God! The wave would be so crazy. ASAP right Rocky's career would be quite different. Like there would be, there would be no uh, war. There would be no war. It, he might have been the second coming. It might have happened. Yeah, he? yeah. He's uh, there, had, there'd be no French Montana. French Montana. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he'd be like he'd be a, he'd be with a, a guy. He'd be a feature. He'd be, a goon. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel like more black people would be surfing. <laughs> There'd be more black yeah. pro surfers. Be Wavy Crockett, he's like, you know... He's that like, was one of the greatest album covers of all time. Yeah. It was just, if you haven't seen it, just go. He referred to himself as a silver surfer. Like, you know, and I was like, that's a gangster guy. He's like, he likes comic books. I relate. Like, oh, it Also, I like how Max so B was together. like well into his 30s when this was happening, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I mean, like, he'd be like real good competition for like... Rick Ross and like like you know like guys like that. You think he would have been like an actual like big star? 
Yeah, I think, I think he so. Could, I think he could have because I think with him, I think uh, I mean if Two Chains could, then Max B could. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Two Chains like killed Coachella. I wasn't there, but that's yeah. what everyone was saying. I, mean, uh-huh. I saw him at Rock the Bell or Pay Dues or Rock the, one of those. Yeah, or is it the Power One Hundred Six? I don't know, one of those. But he can ju- he just plays like every song that he guest appeared on. So you're like, oh yeah, that'll work. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, let me just yeah. do the yeah. hits. Just, yeah, can you just do bands make her dance? That's a how Buster Rhymes sets were ten years ago. It's like you yeah. don't realize how many hits Buster Rhymes has, so he starts playing all his collabs. And you're like, holy fucking shit! Yeah, uh. Buster Rhymes was pretty. Yeah, I always felt that like when Lil Wayne was kind of at his greatness, he was like, I was like, yeah, he is pretty great, but he's just like Buster Rhymes at his zenith. Like they were kind of about, I don't know, Wayne is another collabs. Yeah, I mean Wayne went to jail and that fucked up. I mean he was kind of fading though before he went to jail. I think. I think Wayne going to jail is like Elvis going into the army. It's, actually, it's like all the stuff before that is unimpeachable, and then afterwards it has its moments, but yeah. it's still, it's like there's some, you left some pieces. Which of is weird because there's a lot of rappers that like go to jail, and like, I mean, Ghostface went to jail right before Supreme Clientele and came out with the best album ever. Yeah, but was he like famous, famous? I, yeah, he wasn't like, uh, well, I'm curious what Boozy is going to be really interesting. Well, I mean, once the face got revealed, game, game, <laughs> game got in real. fact did get game real. Got real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you guys hear No New Friends? Yeah. Wayne's verse on that is terrible. Dude, have you, did you hear Wayne's album? No, I didn't. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard. You know, I get to a point where I, when I see enough negativity about an album, I would rather just not listen to it so that my opinion of the art that I like doesn't change. I've never felt Which is why I've never listened to another Snoop Dogg album after I've never felt, I'll put it this way, I've never felt like, whoa. I've never felt like (laughs) more of a whore than reviewing Young Money Records in 2013. Like, it's just their... They're uh, so bad. Even that Tiger album was so. And like, I actually have. What are you liked, talking about the Tiger? The, the I have liked the, the one with the Tiger in the mansion. That's a good cover though. And he fucked it up and he changed it. It was like the best cover. I was like, all right. That Tiger record is kind of tight, man. No, it's. I was not. at a strip club. What are you club talking and, about? Exactly. You have uh, to go to more strip clubs. No, I was at a strip club. It always comes back to the strip clubs. No, strip, strip clubs and, are the fucking. Shut the fuck up. They, no, it's my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, be polite. Right. I was at a strip club in Vegas last week and they played um Tiger. I I had never seen the video. One. It was so fucking uncut. It has a bunny fucking. The Rack City video? Uh, yeah, Rack City. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Rack just City. a great work. It was Rack City. There's a bunny fucking. Yeah. Have you seen There's this video? a bunny fucking. Like, it, it's so funny because like you, you can bunny? picture. No, 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 no. It's like a dude dressed in a bunny outfit. It's so out there. Yeah, it's it's, ama- very it's weird. amazing. But it's, it's like it's this. So I, I could totally picture it. It's like he had a little bit of a budget and he like found one of his white homies that's in director, <laughs> like totally. in, in film school. And he was like, uh, you know, I want a bunch of bitches twerking and shit and like doing drugs and stuff. And the guy's like, yeah, that sounds great. Can I put a. Can I put a bunny costume in there so going to be artistic what I also you know? like about it is they're golfing they're like they're like it's like girls in bathing suits hitting balls at the driving range it's like I've never seen the original video I like the one where he's holding the thousand the, the racks yeah. and just waving the racks like I, based I, on, that's the, all, that's based all on I the John Leguizamo film Empire that's all, that's all I needed man <laughs> no man. no. The, the, I actually like the Taiga mixtape well done 3 believe it or not and the last Taiga album wasn't bad but this shit is awful because it's like every one of Taiga's songs he's stealing he has a song called like 500 Degrees featuring Lil Wayne, and you're like, uh, but like, so you're taking it after the Lil Wayne album that was named after a juvenile album. He's paying, he's paying homage, man. Come on, I think, I think, really, if you if you don't listen to it critically and want to enjoy, no, I didn't enjoy. I wish I don't care about the critic. I'm like, I'm like, will I enjoy this or not? That's all you can really listen for. Yeah, because like you're not, you're not gonna live with a Tiger record. I'm not like, oh, his lyrics are really, really not verbose. I don't know, whatever. Like, it's not. <laughs> It's not what I meant to say. I'd rather just hear his singles than listen to a whole album of that. Sh- of that, I can't. Like I'd rather nope. just hear the singles, and I enjoy the. Well, singles. who? Yeah, yeah. No, I like. Fate. I have to. Be, so have if to he be, puts uh, out a new album, but he, I'm just. I don't want to hear Tyga over the one eight over the deep cover beat. Like just uh, yeah. like, like come on. But the thing about this or 
Ortega they, with Tupac. There, <laughs> like, there are there on. are kids. There, I haven't heard the Tupac record. But there's kids <laughs> who fucking haven't heard Deep Cover. You know, like well, they should have heard the Big Pun and Fat Joe version because that was also good. Dude, that, that, that was, uh, what a Big Pun hadn't thought. If you don't do it two, 20 he, years later, then he'd, he'd be dead too early. Yeah, he, there's he, no way he could have lived. He's another one of those, like, if he'd lived, he'd still be dead. But he lost 100 no, pounds. No, no, if, he, trying if to he lived, live. he'd be Jared from Subway. Oh. He'd be a fitness guru. He'd be like Jonah Hill. No, if Big <laughs> yeah. Pun had lived, he'd be on The Biggest Loser. He'd be on The Biggest Loser, yeah. The Biggest yeah. Loser with the Stars or whatever. I just imagine him in the Beat Nuts <laughs> making records in my imagination forever. He would have rapped so fast that his face would have What was the old VH1 show where people were trying to lose weight? I have no idea. You guys know what I'm talking about. It was like celebrities trying to lose celebrity weight. Celebrity Fit Club. Yeah, Celebrity Fit Club. The dude from fucking, uh, the dude that did um, Cherry Pie was Melly on Mel shit. trying to teach like, Big Pun. Like, Big Pun would have been on that shit for shout. <laughs> um, I, another good one is uh, what if 50 Cent didn't get shot nine times? He might have never blown up. He probably wouldn't have blown up. He would have been Papoose. He would have been Saigon. He would have been every New York <laughs> rapper that wasn't didn't doing, get shot nine times. He was times. definitely a rapper whose story definitely made helped yeah. him blow up because it was an elevator pitch like oh he's a rapper from new york that got shot nine times and lived it's like oh let's sign him yeah. well, what i can say is that we were all listening to his mixtapes early early though so like anything could have happened like i wasn't because was you're not black every black hip-hop fan in la versus like all of my white homies like we listen to 50 and they listen to most deaf you know, it was like that. that but that was the thing that was like pushing him over. That's the thing that pushed him over. That's the over. But the, the, real, the, the real thing is like if that. I mean, do you think that he was on, on the radar? He was probably on the radar of like M and Dre before then. And the real question is like, what if he didn't get signed to Aftermath? You know, like or get signed to Shady or whatever. Where, where like like he would have been like on priority or something, and that wouldn't have went. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it is the label. I mean, there's a lot of acts. I think you go through history probably and like be like, oh, if they were on a different label, it might have popped, but or vice versa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Didn't he get a ton of attention though for How to Rob before that? Like, yeah, yeah, How to like, Rob. Yeah. How to Rob was like a big novelty. But then it went it, nowhere. Like, supposedly like, yeah. it was. I mean, the the myth is that like, oh, all these rappers heard themselves mentioned in How to Rob, and that like he, he low key like, went you know, viral. Well, he I like, mean, yeah. Ghostface. I mean, had the Clyde Smith uh, skits were making fun of Fifty and Jay-Z. really. And Jay Z was like, "I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is Fifty Cent?" Yeah, so he was like, kind of on his way. Yeah, yeah. And what if what if Fifty didn't influence everybody to want to get buff? Would Timbaland's career still be like? Would Dre not have taken roids? Yeah, everybody <laughs> looks like a shrunken head doll now. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're yeah, all taking really roids. <laughs> yeah, no. Why? Like, I, I I can never. That's the one thing I can't fathom. It's like what possesses like a man in his forties for like no other reason. Like, I can get like okay, maybe took a little HGH or testosterone or whatever. But like, we've all HGH? been there. Why are you taking Winstrol? Have you wanted to take HGH ever? I've never had any impulse to take any kind of human growth product. Uh, you know, this is yeah. No, well, no, I guess no, I'm coming out. When on I'm the forty. Air. The only, <laughs> the only <laughs> human growth I'll be wanting is in a little blue pill to keep that thing growing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, but you, you go to the gym. Is HGH, is that popping? Dude, oh, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Every, half my gym is fucking on steroids, for sure. Half my baseball team was in college. Like, like it's like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ba- like, the baseball kids are the first. All those kids went steroids. They're like, come on, dude. They're like, just do it. <laughs> I was like, that's the best you got. They're like, it makes your dick hard. I was like, it's the second thing. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Like, you'll, I'm like, they're like, you'll hit home runs. I'm like, well, doesn't, I would like to hit. of that, by the way? I think so. Yeah. Is it like your nads shrink up into your body? I don't know, but all of a sudden, like, the 
ordering new hat sizes. If you're like, like these tight ass baseball pants and you're hitting home runs with a boner, <laughs> dude. Once you stop, that shit works. Steroids. I can't. I can't say it really works though. Once those you stop those steroids, guys. you get fat as fuck though. Yeah. Sometimes Cause I, I had a friend that they're went to college fuck, for like it's wrestling. Just like Atkins. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a friend that went to college for wrestling, and I, I didn't see him for two years, and he came back. He's like, I'm like, damn, dude, what the fuck happened? He's like, well, they had me on like a roid cycle. Yeah. The motherfucker weighed like 300 pounds because he got hurt, got off the steroids, and he was like just blew up to a whale, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, everyone. I mean, it's pretty easy. So kids stay away from steroids. Especially in California. You can just go to Mexico and eat acai bowls. (laughs) And you'll hit home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think steroids. What if steroids never uh, were introduced to uh, the game? Professional sports. How about just what if there were never, like, uh, you know, there were no shirtless rapper on the cover? There's no shirtless rapper. I think Curtis on the cover. Blow was the fir- first uh, shirtless rapper on the cover of a rap album. Oh yeah, an illustrious history. Yeah, leading up to. I'm it. surprised that the shirtless thing hasn't like died yet. Like I know. Remember the whole button up phase? I was thinking about that because the Red Hot Chili Peppers went at Coachella and Anthony Kiedis was shirtless, and I was like, "You are 50. He really is 50. Yeah. Does he look good though? <laughs> he like looked like in the village. He looked like very village people. Like he was wearing kind of like like a like a police officer kind it's of like had mustache. the mustache. Yeah, he had the mustache and he's shirtless. I feel like, like, like he would just look like Iggy at this point. Like he's like old man. Iggy, I feel is the only one that's allowed. Uh, <laughs> like Flea is the only one that's allowed. It'd be weird if Iggy was just like, what's Iggy gonna wear? Like like uh, a, uh, an Armani exchange. There's button. no sh- there's no shirt worthy of him. Like, yeah, what could it possibly be? Like maybe like for charity. David Bowie weaves one from his own hair. <laughs> but I Iggy, I have. Yeah, uh, I've never heard. Keys had love record. handles too. And uh, let you know. Do we watching Sorry. that? I well, in the, there, no, in the under the bridge video, he's got he's got that's a one of the racial divides. Switch from side to side. If you watch it now, <laughs> it was weird. He this was sucks. like thirty during the on the bridge video, or like twenty eight years old, which is kind of. What if the Chili Peppers just yeah? What if rap rock never existed? I don't probably, know. Anthony Kiedis' swag was pretty tight back in the day, though. That, the whole Until he started writing the same hair. song over and over again. Yeah, I mean, we, I'm talking about way back then, you know, when the heroin was still fucking with I don't know. If you ever date, like, a dumb girl, give her the Anthony Kiedis biography, and, like, she will fucking love it. Cause it's Scar like, tissue? Yeah, like, they think they're so smart because they're reading a book, but it's, like, <laughs> written by a fucking two-year-old, kind of. It's very simplistic. <laughs> It's terrible. How many girls have you given copies of? No, no. I, I've had like three girls who, uh, like that weren't of the highest intelligence be like, have you ever read Anthony Kiedis' biography? Who oh are God. you to judge a girl's intelligence? Are you some, <laughs> your IQ test? Once you've been inside them, you can judge their intelligence, bro. <laughs> That's fucked up, no, bro. I'm just kidding. That's crazy. What if they're judging your intelligence? <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I thought that you meant give him Anthony Kiedis' biography, like give it to them as if it's your own story. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, yeah. just like read it to them. Uh, like, give I, them to, the, to read it. No, we like, had Dave Navarro like, hey, for a year and, and it got weird. For a while, I've been looking for some, bridge in Hollywood. Are you looking for something to read on the think. shitter? Like, <laughs> where is this bridge in Hollywood? We're in Hollywood. Yeah, is where, it the fucking where, Hyperion where Bridge? Because that's not in Hollywood. Where is the bridge? Has anyone discovered Yeah, people have found the bridge. Where's the bridge? Yeah. There's the. Well, yeah, because I know people found it. downtown somewhere, right? It is downtown. Okay. Yeah. Is where I yeah. drew some blood. Which means it's Heroin. probably still pretty nasty down there. Yeah, like it's, it's actually probably where, you know, there's probably an, a young Anthony Kiedis camped beneath it. If he had now. died, it would have been like Elliot Smith with the Elliot Smith wall. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like painting an Andrew, Anthony Kiedis' bridge. <laughs> I have a soul to squeeze <laughs> for you. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's getting weird. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we, we're going to end very anti What if, yeah. <laughs> well, what if Riz's basement in, in Staten Island did not flood? That's the best one. That's the best like, one. Like, that's actually, like, that is a, that is one where it is really a turning point. Like, yeah. It's all, I don't know the story. I don't know the story of that either. And Riz well, is one just, of my favorite rappers. You, just, uh, you he, should tell the story also about uh, meeting Riza. Sure. Well, he made, uh, he, he made everything up through, uh, I think, Liquid Swords in this one sort of townhouse basement in, uh, on Staten Island. Yeah. Um, mm. And then, and had all his equipment sort of, like, he 
he had like everything sort of he had EQs specifically the, set and like for the machines voice. with the Wu Tang sound, the machines you know? that you associate with that sort of like that dirty kind of sound and like all you know that of those early Wu Tang records mm-hmm. up through that, and then it, there's a flood, which is like the most amazing kind of biblical sort of weird occurrence, and yeah. like it Matt, writers be loving symbolism. Dad. I do, yeah, I do. It's I true. Could, it's all I we got. I could imagine. <laughs> him, I could imagine him running there down there with like some kind of lantern, and he's just like, oh no, I'm gonna save everything, and the lantern swing. That's uh, like I, I imagine him like animated, like in a Disney cartoon, like right. three Little Mermaid, <laughs> the, the walking broomsticks. Yeah, no, I so imagine th- you gods sitting there almost drowning. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love do you. Do you, you put do you an extra D in drowning right now? Do you say drowning? Perhaps. Kill a priest foresaw. I had a dream last night, Riza. Don't worry about the priest. And like everything, there's there's still good stuff after that, but you can hear the difference in those. You know, even in like Iron Man sounds different from those records. Yeah. It's similar, but apparently it, they like, had uncontrolled substances, like an original version that was completely recorded, and they just lost all of it. Wow. wow, which probably was amazing. Like, and that's why it took so long for uncontrolled substances to come it, out. Uncontrolled substances kind of slept on in the grand scheme. It's not yeah, it's that a pretty bad. good record. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not as bad as people made it out to be. No, just because it's not as good as yeah, you know as you, anything else. Even the second Genius record's pretty good. Master Killer put out two albums that were good late in the game. What if mixtapes never became popular? Well, that would, I mean, same with the internet. You know, it's like... Well, nah, because before the internet, mixtapes were popping. They were, but then they really, like, you know, yeah. took off. Wait, so what if the the basement hadn't flooded? What is the decision? Would, oh, would, yeah. would Wu-Tang I think, like, be- they could at least have had a better chance of going back and making stuff that sounded like that. Now yeah. it's like... It never works. Like, what if they hadn't gone to L.A. to do? Yeah, that. Do then we would the never get that MTV thing. special where, yeah, like, like Raekwon's like, check out all these blowy shirts, and you can see, <laughs> you can see who was like getting punked in the group by the size of their mansion bedroom. Yeah. Like, fucking. well, also in the, was that the show or was it Rhyme or Reason where they like where they had like a fight? I think it was like You God was yelling and like like I think oh that's met, the, that's the show on the bullet yeah the show yeah met the man is getting punked by Ghostface like shut the fuck up fool and he's like just let me talk he's like all you do is talk shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, they yeah. were mad because he was like the. St- I mean, he still is kind of the. St- I just saw them last weekend. Method Man's still like the best live performer. Well, yeah, he's a them. great live performer, absolutely, without without a, without question. But at the same time, I could see at that time they were all blowing up, and he was like the the one that was hired to do the interviews. Like he was the man th- to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could see there being tension about that. We still never even talked if Tupac died. If Tupac hadn't died, that's Tupac that's would be Will Smith. Long time. Such a long yeah. Tupac would be Will Smith. He'd be, he'd be yeah. yeah no, they, he'd be like evil Will Smith, good Will Smith. Yeah, no, I don't know. Which he'd be, one is evil he'd be the Will Smith though. that might win an Oscar. Like Will Smith will never do. You know, I movies. think he will. He'll win an Oscar. But Tupac will, will be more Oscar? up for more up Gen- for those Gen- kind of like roles. Jennifer that you Lawrence can take got an serious. Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook. I got one. Yeah, Ooh, Marissa Tomei got an Oscar. I yeah. deserve it. Yeah, Will, but Will Smith is <laughs> about, about like Oscar. you know he just wants to like you know make a lot of money. It's from, from what it seems. Yeah, like, he'll get old and he'll like have like that one role. Like, Tupac yeah, would like, never do a romantic comedy. Would you, I mean, yeah, he right. would not have been. Can you imagine Tupac starring in Hitch? Yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah, Tupac yeah. already didn't. Tupac do a romantic comedy. Is it Yo, poetic is justice? <laughs> kind of like is that a romantic comedy? I don't know. I, do, you, yeah. do you consider Gridlocked a romantic comedy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's a, a buddy romantic, cop movie. Romantic, <laughs> that's a buddy cop movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tim he would have made that uh, boot camp click record that would have come out the one that he was supposed oh, to yeah. like, you know, yeah. he made it, he he was, was supposed like, to be on a boot camp he, he, there's he, a few leaked songs yeah there's a, if you go on YouTube there's a few songs he flew, <laughs> apparently like uh, like he, he died in like September 96 uh, six, something like yeah, that in like that summer he flew a bunch of boot camp click people out here to LA to work on stuff yeah and there's like amazing stories about like like there's, I read some like Drew High interview where he takes like Tupac is like uh, takes him home from the airport brings him from the airport in the limo and he's like do 
mind if we go by my house and they go to his house, which is in like Calabasas or something, and it's clear that he's never been there. You know, it's <laughs> wow. like this empty house, and they sort of walk around. That's tight. and like yeah, there's like a lot of stories about like you know Buckshot drinking Tupac's orange soda and then he having was- to label it. He was wow. <laughs> it was like Tupac didn't like this that. Is Tupac Sunkiss. Oh yeah, I remember that video. Yeah, it was like labeled like Tupac. It was like Tupac Sunny D. It or was something. like yeah, it was like his yeah, like like with your roommate. Like stop, <laughs> stop eating my yogurt, motherfucker. Like yeah. just, you know, like yeah, like actually putting post its on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I I think like Tupac. I mean, if you think about it, though, he probably influenced like Southern rap more than any other non-Southern rapper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, like like Boozy. I mean, had a thing of Tupac on his wall. Like every Southern rapper, mm-hmm. he was there. I mean, he would have definitely, I think, done the acting though for sure. He would have been. Yeah, I mean, he would owned. He was he, already killing. He was it already acting. doing a business. Well, he'd had the rape trial that yeah. fucked everything up. He went to jail, obviously, and then he was like just starting to get back. But I'm sure by '98 he would have. He's been. the only guy that can like probably was forgiven of. Questionably raping a woman. Well, that's what's so crazy. Uh, no one ever, ra- yeah. no one ever thinks about that. No one ever thinks about like he, yeah. Mike Tyson can't live that shit down. And Tupac, is everyone's like, oh, you're anointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he didn't. Once you put on leather pants, like yeah. people are just like, oh, no, yeah. you're harmless. He didn't actually. I mean, rape her though. It was uh, he was invited her to his. Hotel you see, that's the, that's then. what you hear every time you say Tupac's uh, rapist. He didn't actually. No, he well, he didn't. Like he left the room and then see. He th- he doesn't think that Tupac raped her, but I bet you he thinks OJ is guilty. Not funny compared well, no, to we're gonna say that. Not funny. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't I thought that was funny. Say that Tupac raped her. She said that he, uh, like, it was he wasn't convicted of rape. It was he like was battery or something. It was like, like, it was like a, you know. sexu- it was like a sexual like, uh, ac- you know, he he choked her too hard while they. It's like it. he did three fingers when she only wanted two. It was like in, no, because it wasn't like it was like he like he was hooking up I with like her. You, his friend showed up in the room funny. and then he left and he didn't stop it and it was like they were saying that it was his responsibility to stop it because he, you know, and he went. Why? Because he. I mean, her? it was pretty fucked up, I think, like, regardless what he did, but, you know, yeah. it, it's just complicated. And then he, well, he showed up. I mean, the, that's one of the craziest things ever, that photo where Tupac shows up to court and, like, it's, and he's in the wheelchair. It was right after he got shot. Wow. He, he, he that had to be the worst, like, time He busted of out of the life. hospital. Like, they couldn't hold him in the You'd hospital. You'd think if Tupac didn't die, he would have been the first rapper to be covered head to toe in tattoos, like how Wiz is and all those guys now. Because remember, like, back yeah. in the day when you, saw Ro- when you saw him on the Rolling Stone cover, you were like, whoa, that guy has so many fucking tattoos. And if you look at it now, it's like he only has, like, seven tattoos. Yeah, like, but, Tyga has more tattoos yeah. than Tupac. I mean, everybody, yeah, they're all. Yeah. Fucking chin to to ankle covered in tattoos now. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think influenced that the most? The whole tattoo thing. I I mean I thought he was a big early influence in the rap game tattoo for sure. Yeah. But like Wayne is also into all, like he's a skate dude, so it's like he's also looking at all those other guys and like dudes will have an entire like who's yeah, the like, guy who's the Wayne's probably more influenced by Travis Barker. <laughs> like oh uh, I don't know I forget I forget who it is. There's some kind of night. Uh, yeah. He's got a black arm with a white. I know arm. who you're referring to. You don't know his name. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, right? He's I've like sort of it. like he's yeah. got his entire arm is just black, like he yeah. took a sharpie to it. Except for there's uh, one heart. little heart of skin yeah, color, yeah. and he's like, you know, people are always like, "Why do you have a black arm, man?" I'm like, "Why don't you ask me why I have a white heart?" Oh, <laughs> damn deep. But I can't remember his name, so this story is not as good. It was still a decent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. For. Yeah. I'll co-sign that story. All right. Well, are there any more? Oh, we have to... Um, this podcast is two hours long. Thank long. you, listeners. Yeah, thanks for listening. We Earwolf. Have, we have... No, we have a number that they can call also if they want to ask us questions. Yeah. Like you, like the Yo, Is This Racist podcast. If you want to ask questions that we'll answer on the air, you should call. Are you willing to sing out the number? Like, sing it for them? What I, no. You got to come up with a jingle so it sticks in people's head. I, or they can Google it. Uh, it's 424. We'll put it on the Shots Fired Facebook page. It's 424-216-6230, and it's on the Shots Fired page. See, I already forgot it because there's no melody. Say it one more time. One more time. 424-216-6230. 
6230. 6230. And, yeah, you can find Intuition on Twitter, right? It, it's yeah, I'm at It's Intuition on Twitter. Uh, I also have a podcast called Kinda Neat, and we have a YouTube channel uh, at YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat. Kinda- I was just on his podcast, actually. That's why he's here. It's that a trade. Yeah. Uh, KindaNeat.net, and uh, follow us on Twitter at That's Kinda Neat. Thank you, guys. And what's your... Uh- uh, Grantland.com. 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 Yeah, and uh, I'm Alex Papadimus, but the, the whole thing is really good. And yeah, yeah Grantland is tight. Yeah, Grantland's yeah. tight, yeah. <laughs> There's very yeah, few they just had an amazing piece on Kobe Bryant's rap career. That was great. Yeah, I think, Here's yeah, my, it's the, the, this sort of thing, yeah. If you don't want your boss uh, dancing in your videos, <laughs> come to Grantland.com. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> well I just picture Bill Simmons dancing in all the fucking videos. Shots fired. <laughs> This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. <laughs>